Welcome to the Sem Scoop. I'm your host, Matt Bafano, and I'm excited to bring you episode 13 of this podcast where a guest and I discuss what is happening at Wyoming Seminary. This is one of three episodes about summer at Sem and more specifically, the three creative arts programs offered this summer at the Kirby Center for Creative Arts. In these three episodes, we are interviewing the three program directors, Tim Early, who heads the dance program, Jeremiah Downs, theater, and Jason Sherry, filmmaking. All three of these programs will begin and end in July, packing a ton of learning into just a few sessions and giving students a great opportunity to explore something new or gain an even greater understanding of something they already love or are interested in. For more information and to register for Summer at SEM, please visit summeratsem.org. You could also contact Gail Seckle, the director of summer programs. Gail's email address is g-s-e-k-e-l at wyomingseminary.org, and I will also link that information in our podcast description. Thank you to today's guest, Jeremiah Downs, and thank you for listening. Okay, well, Jeremiah Downs, thank you for joining me here on the SEM Scoop. First off, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. I'm thrilled to get the chance to talk to you. All right, so let's start by just introducing yourself and your role at Summer at SEM and and what, uh, you know, brings you on the podcast today. I am the director of theater at Summer at SEM. Uh, I've held that post. This will be my fourth year now, um, although we were online last year, of course, as a result of, of COVID. And it's just a thrill. It's the highlight of my year every summer to get to come back to Wyoming Seminary and to Kingston and see our students and really just be completely absorbed and uh, fulfilled by doing this thing that I love to do called theater. I'm from uh, Northeastern Pennsylvania, and, and so it also feels like a little bit of a return to home every summer. So it's great. We are really excited for this summer because after everything, of course, that's happened over the course of the last year, COVID-related, um, and after having to, to proceed online last summer, we are very hopefully anticipating return to campus in person this summer, of course, uh, following you know, all the necessary guidelines. And, and as we approach and we get closer uh, to the actual program, we will keep an eye on how things stand, but we're feeling very optimistic and very excited about getting to be back uh, in the same room together or outside together. And even if we have to wear masks together, uh, making theater happen on the actual campus. What exactly do you have planned? Walk us through a little bit of the curriculum and you know, what kind of a student typically you, you get in this class? Are these advanced performers or these people that are just starting out? Tell us a little bit more about that. Sure. Um, when I arrived uh, three years ago, I was familiar and had a, had a, a kind of tertiary or, or outside knowledge of what was at the time a performing arts institute. You know, as some folks know, there's a very long and and impressive history of theater in the summers uh, at Wyoming Seminary. And so as I arrived, uh, we were we were kind of rebuilding the program and and making some changes. Uh, And it was really important to me that, you know, we find a balance between real fulfilling coursework classes, learning experiences and 
the production and being on stage. So of course, you know, we're all excited about, you know, doing any kind of performing that we can. And, and for a long time, it had kind of moved in a direction where, um, you know, that was really the primary focus. And so as I came on board, we were trying to, again, you know, find a, find maybe a little bit more of a balance between the educational experience, the coursework, the training and the production. So that has been a bit of an experiment over the last few years. Um, we returned uh, in, in 2019, the 2019 summer to a full musical again, uh, we did Pippin. Um, and then of course, last year uh, with, with COVID and being, and having a summer program online, we, we ended up kind of moving back toward a showcase model where the students got to do monologues and, and songs um, that they had worked on uh, with me over the course of that time. As we move back, into things this summer. Tim and I will absolutely, as we've done in summers past, collaborate. So, so the students will have performance opportunities where they're working with dance students as well. And that has been something both Tim and I feel really strongly about. We get really excited about the, the ability to kind of cross pollinate our programs. And so what the performances will look like, uh, we, we have a, I have a little less of a clear answer for you today, but we are thinking and thinking creatively about that. And some of the things that Tim and I discussed, uh, you know, are a little unconventional, but really uh, exciting to me, uh, the possibility of perhaps doing performances outside or using some of the other spaces on campus that we wouldn't traditionally use. Obviously, we have these wonderful, just incredible theater facilities with Kirby and uh, even the BPAC building. Um, there's no lack of wonderful traditional facilities, but if for some reason we need to, or for some reason we choose to, um, we're really trying to, you know, pan out and think creatively about where we can give our students the opportunity to perform. And our students come from a variety of experiences and backgrounds, a variety of skill levels. And what's really exciting is we've created this extremely supportive environment so that you know, maybe the the student who, who comes to us in the summer who's taken five years of ballet and five years of voice lessons and five, you know, is really um, stretching themselves and has a lot of experience in, in theater and the performing arts can come and feel satisfied and, and get a, have a really gratifying experience alongside the student who, who may be doing this for the very first time. We are absolutely welcoming and excited by anyone who joins us. And, we, and what that does for us is make us as a program, make us as students maybe who are returning to the theater program, adjust accordingly. Um, so there's a real sense of community, a real sense of supportiveness. There's not that, you know, kind of cutthroat competition or, or ego or anything like that. The only thing that matters is that you have a love of theater and that you want to come and play and have a good time and, and create uh, and laugh and have a positive energy and a positive experience. And it, it is completely collaborative. It is completely supportive. And we really do have students from all different skill levels, um, age levels, experience levels. So really the only requirement is a love for theater. And one of the things too, I wanted to emphasize is sometimes, you know, we get so performance oriented. Uh, love of theater can mean backstage too. There's plenty of opportunities for students who, who love theater and maybe don't want to be center stage. They want to be designing or in the sound booth. And the, the really great thing is that we're in a place where we can accommodate the curriculum and accommodate the experience for each individual student. 
So that leads me to the coursework, which is usually has, as it's been modeled in the past since I've been on board here, is the first part of their day is a series of courses in different subject areas. Typically, there's acting course, there may be a dance for theater course, there may be a singing course, etc. So the first part of their day will be what feels like classes and they can be in any variety of subject that rotates around theater. We had talked, we talked at one point, a lot of the students expressed interest in a musical theater history course offering. So that's one of the things that we may offer this year that we hadn't in the past, but the first part of their day will be in classes. And then the second part of their day is usually rehearsals that leads to our performances that we have. And so um, one of the things, too, I you know, want to make sure I emphasize is uh, there will be, as in years past, a, a major performance, a cumulative performance, and, and that will likely be a collaboration with dance. We're going to keep one of the our really beloved things, which is a Shakespeare showcase, where the students get the opportunity to uh, perform Shakespeare and, and, and work with that text, which is very different. Uh, obviously, than some of the more contemporary material that they come in knowing. And then I'm going to do my very best this year to pepper in as many performances as we can so that the students who come and, and that's really where their focus is, we can get them performing it in front of an audience. And then the students who have an interest in the backstage world will also have opportunities. So it's first part of the day classes, second part of the day rehearsals. That's a model that seems to work. When you did that 2019 production of Pippin, that was that four weeks? Yes. Okay. So like, how do you get from just having a script to carrying out a show in such a short amount of time? Walk us through that whole process. That's a great question. It's a little bit of, um, well, it's what my mentor refers to as algebra and fire. And I, and I like that uh, analogy because just like theater itself, there are things that are specific There are things that are logical. There are things that have to be scheduled. There are things that have to work in a certain fashion. So that means coordinating the design of the set, the sound, et cetera, learning the music script. And then there are things that just involve the blood, sweat, and tears of rehearsing, right? And so I think there were, you know, in in years past before I joined uh, the program, here. I think the schedule was slightly different. I, I, and again, as I alluded to a little bit in, the, in one of your earlier questions, I think there was more time allotted to rehearsals. So it made sense to folks when you said, okay, we're going to mount a full scale musical in four or six weeks, let's say. And I'm pretty sure they actually had two extra weeks <laughs> back at some point, but you know, and then when you say to folks, and that makes sense, but then when you say to folks, okay, we're going to offer a myriad of classes in the morning, for our students. And then we're going to rehearse in the afternoon. It's in four weeks, we're going to put up a whole big musical. And I think most people would think we were crazy to attempt that. But here's the good news. It works. We make it happen. I don't have even a really specific answer of how. Um, We just lead from a place of yes and and a place of enthusiasm for what we love to do. So in the case of Pippin, Within the first few days of the program, we cast the show, we auditioned the students, we cast the show. And in the case of 2019, we were rehearsing two shows at the same time. So, which is kind of what in the professional world uh, they would do in, in a summer stock theater, you know, uh, if you're familiar with that. So they do shows, they may do 10 or 12 shows over the course of the summer. And while the actors are performing one show in the evenings, they're rehearsing the next show in, in during the day. So 
that's you know a really exciting model, which is kind of where we orbited toward uh, in 2019 to try to give the students that experience of doing those two things at the same time, because we had one performance halfway through and then Pippin was at the very end of the four week session. So we were rehearsing those two things in a kind of summer stock model. And then of course, once we got past the first performance, then the rehearsals became entirely for Pippin from the, the latter two weeks on until we did it. And yeah, it's, it's, again, it's one part, you know, passion and, and technique and love for theater. And it's, it's another part kind of madness and you just go, there's not time to think. And luckily I felt very proud of that experience for our students and remembering from my, from where I sit that this is all about the education and the experience. So you know, to get bogged down with how perfect the performance is and, you know, trying to treat it like it's some Broadway production would frankly be malpractice. We want it to be great and and, and we want the students to have a good time. And of course, we want what we put on stage to be well-received and for the audience to be supportive and to enjoy it. But at the end of the day, it's always got to be about the students learning. And so I think for me and, and, the, and the folks who work with me in the theater program, and all the way up to Gail, the, the, the director of our, our summer programs, we all have to remember that no matter what, it's about the student learning and their experience. And then things kind of fall into the place that they need to. Certainly, I think even if we were, you know, returning to a full four weeks this summer, I, I would probably still not, you know, or at least have some kind of conversation about maybe not returning to a full production right away, um, because there there are just logistical things and it's an investment of time. But certainly, you know, next summer after we get through this summer and and we ease ourselves back into a, a full four weeks where we're we've got everything going on, um, I see no reason why we wouldn't return to a full musical. Um, in the following year. And the students get really excited about that. But some of the, you know, from where I sit, some of the most gratifying and exciting things we've done so far haven't always necessarily maybe been the full big musical, you know? So I think there's a world where both of those things and balance in those things really works out, but it's not easy. And the students learn a lot, uh, if nothing else, hard work. I mean, there are days it gets to be about four or five o'clock and we can see everyone fading, myself included. Um, and, you know, then I step in and I go, OK, you know, we, this is about as productive as we can be for the day. So let's go home and get some rest and, and then reconvene. But we're all in it together. Like I said, it's a very communal experience. And I think when that is the philosophy, when the idea is let's roll up our sleeves and work together, then really amazing things can happen. All right, Jeremiah, and one quick, uh, one more quick question before we get you out of here. You obviously Great. have a lot of, you know, uh, enthusiasm about the subject, much like Tim Early and Jason Sherry, the two other Summer at SEM program directors we interviewed. Where does that come from? Just tell us a little bit about yourself and your experiences in theater. Sure. Um, I've been doing theater my whole life. I had a really great experience in, uh, and was very fortunate at high, in high school. Um, we had a very robust musical theater program. I went to East Stroudsburg High School, um, just a, a little ways down the road from you all, and had a phenomenal music program. That then led to, very quickly, a real love and a real passion for this thing. It's, a, it, it's really what I've been doing my whole life. And I, I spent a summer in New York City as a high schooler which really, really propelled me into this more seriously um, and kind of honed in and, and 
made it more specific for me that theater was the thing that I really wanted to do. Although I've, I've studied music and consider myself a musician and have done that all along the way as well. And then had a professional career. I did my undergrad uh, at the University of the Arts in Philadelphia, and then went on and worked in New York for a while, and then decided to go back to graduate school. So I've really been all over the place, but the, the common thing that has been the thread through all of that has been theater. And then that has led very smoothly and not surprisingly into teaching. And so really the majority at this point in my journey of the last decade has been full-time teaching positions both here at SEM, uh, which again is the, is the highlight of my year. Uh, Tim and I talk about that a lot, but it's true. Uh, SEM is such a special place and, and it's really hard to describe and you kind of have to be there to get it. But it's just this combination of really lovely things that makes it just so gratifying and satisfying. And so now my love comes from seeing students uh, find the same love or passion for theater. And even if they don't go off and do it for the rest of their lives, most of them won't, but that they then have this love of it instilled in them and that they have this understanding of how the arts plays such a critical role in, in our society, in our culture. That is just as noble a, a result as a student who goes off and gets accepted to Juilliard and becomes a big film star, right? <laughs> which we, which I say, I hope for all of them, go win all the Oscars and the Tonys and I'll you know, sit there as proud as can be. But the reality is that most of them will not do that. So we have to, we have to kind of uh, operate under a higher calling, which is that you know, it's about the learning, it's about an appreciation for the arts, um, all of those things. And so now I've transitioned into teaching pretty much full time. And I'm in the midst right now uh, of making some decisions about where my path is going to go. Um, and as I said, it's always kind of been in some of these surprising, unexpected corners, but theater has always been a part of it. So my love from it comes really from a lifetime of doing it. It comes from myself having some great teachers. And now really most important to me is passing it on, is, is, is passing the torch and doing it in a way that is truthful and honest and filled with empathy. And, and that doesn't mean, um, you know, I can't, I'm not tough on our students. I am, you know, it doesn't mean that that compromises any expectations. We, we really, you know, we get in there and we do the work, but I, I think it's important to lead from a place of, of really grace and a place of kindness and generosity, because that's what, um, you know, being an artist is all about. So yeah, I hope that answered the question. <laughs> it did. Um, right. Well, it sounds very exciting and thanks for uh, joining me to talk about it, Jeremiah. Matt, thank you so much. And again, if you enjoyed the SEM Scoop, please consider subscribing to the SEM Scoop or sharing a link with a friend or leaving a rating and a review. Doing any of those things takes just a couple seconds, but means a lot to us. As always, you can submit ideas and possible subjects to cover on the SEM Scoop to my email address, mbafano at wyomingseminary.org. We'll see you next time on the SEM Scoop.